This is your announcer, Shannon St. Mainframe, welcoming you to our IPA livecast. Rob's got home a few days late from Canada this week because of flight delays. Hate to break it to you pal, but that was all Shannon. This is what you get for using my hard drive to store all seven seasons of American Gladiators. A girl can only stand so much Mike Adam Lee. Weirdo. Our IP live cast starts. Now. Nothing wrong with Mike Adam Lee back in the 90s. That was, that was when he was still on top of his game. Really? What was no, his game? <laughs> uh, hosting American Gladiators, of course. <laughs> the best it? sports entertainment competitive show that wasn't pro wrestling, but it was directly following pro wrestling. It was fun. It was fun. The giant Q-tips, they used to hit each other with the giant yeah, Q-tips. Yeah, the joust. The joust. Everyone in my class used to call those just giant Q-tips. No one ever <laughs> called them whatever they What are they really called? Joustics. Joustics. Pugil sticks? Was that the term that they used? Oh, that's, now that you right. said that, that yeah. sounds that's correct. That's something. <laughs> I like it's giant a wonderful show. Better. Yeah. There should have been some kind of cross-promotion, yeah. some branding. Um, if you're under 50, there used to be a show called American Gladiators where the like regular people would compete in this show and they'd have to do all these like stunts or go like, you know, like high level athletic shit. But they had to compete against these roided up freaks and they would get like <laughs> so. So they would have to. That was the the gig was to beat these roided up freaks at everything. And there'd be lots of contact and they'd all start yelling at each other. And now there's yeah, dueling like documentaries about it. Yeah, there's two oh, separate documentaries. Where where was the first one? The it was an ESPN a... 30 for 30. Ah, yes. So I, I saw it on Hulu. If you have a, a certain level of Hulu subscription, you can see mm. it on there as well. Very interesting in that. Uh, well, to be clear, I, it's not my Hulu subscription. It's <laughs> leeching off my boyfriend. Okay, VIP Raba. <laughs> uh, this is not VIP. This is leech Raba. But. Oh, uh, the, I don't have Netflix, but the Netflix <laughs> one actually has most of the gla- the gladiators. The Hulu one, the ESPN one, it felt like because the creator of the show was involved, a lot of the gladiators yeah. did not want to participate oh. because of how little he paid. It, it, the parallels to pro wrestling with the story is pretty hilarious. It's the same kind of thing with the promoter taking advantage of the talent, the talent being the gladiators. So you'd and, think it would be the opposite. Normally, they had a hookup with the producer sir you would think all these people would be available because of that but it's actually the opposite they all hate the motherfucker Mm -hmm. and uh yeah so and he owned all their names and all that stuff it was a very uh shady uh proposition uh but it was it was an interesting documentary i like the spn one i'm curious about the netflix one as well because i did want to hear from people like nitro <laughs> who uh, a, a young Raba was a big fan of? Oh boy! Like, any uh, was it was were there any any old any of them you didn't like? Uh, I don't know. I I didn't. I remember Nitro and like Thunder. Thunder just looked like the stereotypical Venice Beach like roided it. Well, they head. all sort of did. Now were yeah. they were they all named after WCW wrestling uh, programs? <laughs> <laughs> there was Turbo and uh, I don't know. Ice, Ice was one of the women. Was there, was there uh, WC Phoenix Sa- Saturday Night? Was that another name? Saturday Night. <laughs> there was Pro, <Shotgun>. Prime, <laughs> Jacked, Clash of Champions. No, uh, Velocity. Anyway, that would be a good one. But yeah, I was in Toronto this past weekend. I went on a little vacation uh, slash 
uh, wrestling hang. I went to see the big wrestling event for Bindor. And uh, ended up in uh, travel hell on the way back. I never had this before where my flight got delayed four hours. And Your door we're... to the plane was forbidden. <laughs> it's true. The forbidden door was the airplane door. I got through the forbidden door. I was sitting on the plane. Oh, that's oh. the worst. And then uh, the oh. the one of the flight attendants was like, oh, you know, we don't really have a place to land in LaGuardia, so we have to stay, wait here for an hour. Uh, so you can deplane if you want, or you can hang out on the plane. And right as she finished that, everybody got an alert on their phone that the flight was canceled. Oh. <laughs> How do you not and, have a place? It's fucking enormous. How do you not have a place to land? Well, because it, there were so many flights delayed. The, the, the schedule was so messed up that they're just there's only so many uh, so many of those you know uh, gates. Don't make it. Don't gatekeep for the airline, Rob. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm on your I, side. I I agree. I think it's ridiculous. Like move move the people along in and out. Let's go, uh, make it work. Like it seems so stupid. We were on the fucking plane, uh, but I just remember right across from me. Well, first of all, the guy behind us was trying since the day before to leave, <laughs> so he was on a twenty four hour delay, and he and, and and he was just like, as long as we just leave, I don't mind. And then right as he said that, the flight got canceled. That was one. But there was a a mother and her daughter who was like maybe six or seven, and when the flight got canceled, the daughter just just went like like almost in a cartoon, just like I want to go home. And I was like, you know what? Like normally, I would be really annoyed with this, uh -huh. but I feel you. <laughs> like, like you are within your right right now to yeah. feel this way. <laughs> like this is torture. Uh, but oh. I think it just like. <laughs> <laughs> it But I so whatever. I ended up just. You know, it was too late at that point. It was already like six o'clock. Uh, and I just ended up renting a car the next day and driving eight hours. Mm. Uh, it's not terrible. It was actually really nice. It was a really nice drive. And I, I have a feeling that if I were, to, well, first of all, I wouldn't have even been able to get a flight out until this was Monday. I wouldn't have been able to get a flight out until Wednesday. So, mm. can I ask uh, an important to... question? So, you're driving from Toronto to New York. Did you by any chance pass that spot in Buffalo where we always check the traffic? <laughs> I, you know what? I probably, it was in fact that area that I went through because it was the Buffalo entrance. I didn't even think about this, but God yes. Damn it. <laughs> It wow. was the Buffalo Edge. Wow, full. Put it on. Moment. Maybe it's yeah, on a three-day delay. We might see your car drive. <laughs> I mean, there was some serious traffic with, with uh... Virus and uh, the Gorilla. We have a car backed up on the Buffalo Interchange. It's packed with sunflower seeds, and they're spilling oh, everywhere. No. <laughs> <laughs> the Peace Bridge. Yep, this was it. This was wow. It. You missed this opportunity to live stream the Buffalo Interchange. Oh, yeah! Wow. I, I was. Oh my god! I was here, and I was like, "Oh, should I go into this lane or these lanes?" And We've never seen it the... like this. Look at this! Yeah, yeah. yeah this no, is... somebody's got a boat. Oh, yeah. this is like where you got to go through customs to go to Canada, right? Uh, no, to come in from Canada. Okay, this is so crossing. 
This is the U.S. inspection plaza. So people are leaving Canada, entering the States here. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Well, like like, getting the hell out, getting the hell out, getting back home. This is the fucked up thing to do on Canada Day. Yeah. (laughs) This is the one time it's uh, good to be in Canada when it's not freezing. Uh, Toronto is very nice. I really liked it. It's a lot like New York. It's like a less populated, cleaner New York, I would say. Uh, very similar kind of vibe. Uh, but, you know, its own thing, obviously. It's not New York. Uh, but uh, you can get the vibe there. Uh, and the, the weed situation was pretty great, I have to say. Very affordable weed uh, puts America to shame. And... Being American, it felt like everything was on a 25% discount based on the exchange rate. Uh, Because, you know, like if something were to be, let's say, $50, it's like $32, $33 American. So it's like a nice. (laughs) Did you stock up (laughs) on anything to bring home? No, I wasn't. Well, I assumed I was. Maple candies? At least maple candies. Oh, well, I bought every uh, candy bar. Every Canadian candy bar that I didn't recognize. Like, obviously, I'm not buying a Snickers or a Kit Kat, but there were O. Henry's. I'm a big fan of the O. Henry bar. Well, that's not Canadian, ever though, have it. it? I believe so. Is it? Yeah. Did you go to the yeah. Couchetard? Couchetard? Uh, it's like I their 7-Eleven. Oh, yes. I did I did end up uh, getting a quick seltzer at a Couchetard. <laughs> this is an uh, actual thing? Yeah. No, I couldn't believe it. When I went to Montreal, they had a bunch of those. By the way, like... oh, Henry's an American candy bar, Rob. Yeah, get out of here. Well, I never, well, I never see it in American stores. I don't think they really sell it. I love it. Anymore. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's primarily sold in Canada. Mm-hmm. Highly, highly approved. Way better than Snickers. What's in it? Caramel, peanuts, chocolate. And Why is it better? What, what sets it apart from Snickers? It just tastes better. The ratio. Better, better balance, better ratio, yeah. I concur. I, I'm not a big Peanuts fan, but uh, I like I, I like the O. Henry better than the Snickers. It's also something you might scream during a grinder hookup. <laughs> it's convenient. Oh, Henry. He calls it yeah. Hank. He, no, <laughs> <laughs> the bottoms only get nicknames. <laughs> the best um, the best move would be bottoming someone w- named Henry with an O. Henry oh, bar. But that's tiny. Come on, it's like this. You can't. That's not respectable. <laughs> it's not a pleasure move it's a dominance move and then rob pulls it out and eats the o henry bar well just saying you can't bar, dom- be pretty you can't frozen do- you can't you know, dominate like, yeah. someone with a four inch o henry okay it doesn't yeah. work i don't know i give hey. rob more credit than that i think he there's tiny there's tiny butt plugs fair you can have fun you can fun anyway you can have fun any way you want yeah I think that would just be more of like, oh, that's cute. That's a cute. Let's do this. That's cute. <laughs> but then his butt clinches and it crushes the candy bar in his butt, and it's all—it's a whole mess. Mm-hmm. So that's the big all, question: Do you eat though, Henry? After? Yes. Do you share it you, with the bottom? You, 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 yeah, I would hope so. I don't <laughs> want to be rude. Well, also, you're not I would hope the bottom the is int- clean in general. You're not sticking like, the entire bar in there, right? Oh, so it's tickling the who rim eats. Who eats the part of the bar that went in and who eats the oh. other part? Well, the, the, dumb question. The sub eats his <laughs> own end of the bar. Come on. Oh, see, I thought it would be the other way because, you know, the top is already like rimming, rimming oh. that luby hole anyway. So here it has a ta- taste for it. I just assume you make a meat his own either ass. Way. 
I guess it depends on the scenario. If I was gay, I would make him eat his own ass. <laughs> That's a drop. Just saying. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. For all you guys listening, waiting for Darren to finally turn. Now you know I'm, what you can expect. Darren, there can't be many of those. <laughs> when I was younger, I used to get approached by men way more than women. Way mm, more than interesting. women. Interesting. Like, tw- you had like the look. 18, 19 through early 20s. I, like, you had that otter vibe. I would hang. I worked in the village, and I, ha- I would hang out there a lot. And I would just guys would come up to me. Like uh, maybe it's only because men are more forward than women are in general. Absolutely. But, but yeah. So what, what would be like? A, uh, do you remember any of the pickup lines? Uh, I get guys well. I would get more than so than pickup lines. I would get elevator eyes a lot. I would get this thing. Mm. You know, like the <laughs> up, look up and down that thing, and I would get a lot of pursed lips. You know, like. Like that kind of thing, and the, but some of them would come up and be like, you know, you're pretty, or like that kind of. There's usually. Did you ever get the uh, Chris Farley Schmitz gay with the? Nah, I don't the drop remember. The sunglasses. Oh, I, I do remember <laughs> like a, a lot of uh, like bookish, like maybe late forties, early fifties men, like uh, mm. giving me looks. So this guy, Ta- taller than you, or shorter than you? Shorter than you, I'm guessing. I mean, I'm pretty. I'm like five eleven. And a half, so it's probably a good mix. I don't know. I mean, I don't. This is a long time. You don't pay attention. I, I never it. get hit on by men anymore. Maybe because oh. I'm old. Well, but I probably because I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't go out as much too. That's another thing. Uh, El Dudrino asks, "Any Nutella as lube?" Honestly, I am not a fan of food in the bedroom. The few times I've tried it, it just doesn't work. Like what? What have cream, you tried? I've tried whipped cream mostly. Uh, it just it's oh. like eh, it's too much. It's too much. It's it's like it's messy. Sugar is like yeah. It's it doesn't. It's, eh. I remember. A story, and I don't like uh, flavored lube or anything. Oh, Go ahead. Sorry, sorry Darren. Uh, I had a friend. This is probably we were like twelve or thirteen, and I just remember my friend being a huge dick to me because he was talking about some girl he was fooling around with, and he's like, I I put whipped cream on her tits or whatever. He's telling me this whole story, which is probably bullshit. And he goes, You ever do that? And he looks at me. He's like. Oh, you're not up to that yet. Whoa. You're a piece of shit. How dare like, you? He wasn't up to it either. He's full of shit. <laughs> Liar. Also, like, up to what? Like, like you got to work up to that? You know? Yeah. Like, it's grades in school or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you've had <laughs> sex, but, oh, you got to, like, really work up to the whipped cream. I'm in the I'm in the whipped cream on tits grade now. <laughs> Next year is finger fucking. That's, like, sixth base. <laughs> I think I mentioned this on the air, but remember uh, my friend Danny that I talked about? He was like a real, really nice guy, but also a, a druggie, a bad druggie. He passed away, by the way. Mm-hmm. I think I mentioned that. R.I.P. a druggie. He used to, ha- he said like there were adult bases that like, uh, so uh, but third base is supposed to be anal because it's like a triple because it's the hardest to get. So that's that's more uh, hard to harder to get than a home run. So the home run was vaginal intercourse, and then a triple mm-hmm. was was ass fucking. Okay, I'm yeah, okay with yeah. that. I, I I feel like that's a fair fair assessment. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, eventually you did get home, Rob. Eventually, oh, I thought you were gonna say eventually I I lift, licked whipped cream anal. off of some tits. That I'm sure you did have. <laughs> well, I I, I would hope by now, yes. Not a big fan of whipped cream, but yes. Not a fan of whipped cream in general or just whipped cream in, on tits? In general. It's better on oh tits because at least there's like a non-food 
component to what yeah. you're doing. I don't but really even like, in like 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 what about like a banana cream pie? It's got to be of like homemade whipped cream in a restaurant. I, I, I like I like homemade whipped cream on a pie, or somebody made the whipped cream. Not I don't like, like ready, if, whip. ready whip is just gross and runny. Oh yeah, ready whip. I like the kabat whipped cream. I don't know if you've ever had the kabat one. It's like much thicker. No. Ready no. whip. I agree. It's 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 the Hershey's of whipped cream. What, what Hershey's is to chocolate, which is gross. I've uh, never tried. I've never tried a store bought brand that I've liked. Like anything mm. in a can, I've never tried that I liked. I hear you though. Like the best whipped cream is like a you know a French bakery or whatever. Yeah, because then it's just cream. It's not even like mm-hmm. you know. I think of whipped cream. I think of Ready Whip immediately. <clears throat> so, uh, uh, by the way, quick check in. Uh, things are really picking. Oh up. man, oh, yeah. for fuck's sake! So I get the highest. Really, just looking at honestly, that. like if you look, if these cars over here, yeah, it's not they, efficient. They just right now. they just shift over, then there'd be plenty of room for all these others. It's, Is there some reason? And there's a can't? big space here. Oh, it's maybe just... it's like Easy Pass versus non Easy oh, Pass or something. No, no. Or no, it's not. Zoom in, Rob. Yeah, we need to know these answers. Enhance. <laughs> I was there. All the lanes are the same. All and they all go to the same. It's not like all different exits. Same, exactly. Yeah. Huh. All, it's basically like an L because you 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 once you pass through, you go into this exit <laughs> lane and you go right. Every car yeah. has to go right because that's where the highway. Is be. it possible that these are just all exceedingly polite Canadians and no one wants to feel like they're cutting ahead of anyone? <laughs> I have to say, when I was driving in Canada, the the two hours or whatever hour and a half in Canada, mm-hmm. everyone was incredibly polite yeah. in terms of everyone understood the passing lane rule, uh, where if you're be- if someone is creeping up behind you you get the hell out of the way let them pass let's mm-hmm. especially if they got no henry bar in their hand yeah oh yeah baby i, I was a total new york driver might be an there. assault <laughs> everyone was doing the zipper everyone was was being nice about lane changes what's the it's zipper fair. just uh when there's like a, a lane merge you know it's one one car from each lane like a zipper oh, in the merge Never some people that. sometimes people are, are dicks about it where it's like two two cars try to come in or a car doesn't let you in. It's just like, come on, this is a, we're all we're all working as a, as a team here, mm. as a zipper, yeah. as a zipper. Uh, I love that enhanced. That you just put that NCIS in my head now. I feel like <laughs> Sid is like Mark Harmon and LL Cool J standing behind Rob with the with the mouse. Oh, get get closer, zoom. I was on the ground. I know what it says. I don't need to zoom. Dramatic music. And then we wait half an hour for the JPEG to load. <laughs> so oh. that was Toronto. And then uh, earlier this week, I went to see some stand-up comedy. I was invited by my sister. Oh, boy. Oh, I heard about this. Who uh, She took me to Bumblefuck, south of Trenton. Why oh. did you have to go so far down there? Well, this comedian, Modi. Uh, I'm sure Israeli guys heard of him. Modi, uh, like the prime minister of India, Modi? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. So this guy's Jewish. Oh. Uh, Modi's not Jewish. And, and gay. Wow. A reformed, Jew, a reformed Jew who is a, a gay. A gay. So he's a religious uh, Jew? Yes. I think lo- so, yeah. A lot. So Did he have a kippy? Uh, no kippy. Uh, but not so... Not that religious. So... We get to the venue, and again, we're in some fucking beach town <laughs> south of Trenton. 
And and the reason that we're here is because all of his New York shows sold out. So that oh, rather no. than oh, rather than skip these shows, my sister was like, "No, we'll just drive ninety minutes on a Thursday night to fucking Trent." Which you know, look, I I enjoyed the time I spent with my sister, but we didn't we did not have to drive that far for this right. comedy. What was the name of the venue? Was it a comedy club? It was some th- so it was some local theater. Schmechel's uh, Comedy Club. <laughs> I'll look up. I'll look up the ticket because I mean I, I probably still. Have and it. also, we uh, need to see what this Modi person looks like, Rob. So if you could find a picture, oh, absolutely helpful. His name uh, is just Modi, like Prince. He just has one name. Yes. Oh, I'm picturing Howie Mandel, but with an afro. Uh, uh, like yeah. somewhere between Howie Mandel and Yakov Smirnoff. That's oh, where. No, where oh, he had a beard we, like that. Uh, yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of like a five o'clock oh, shadow type God. beard. This is painful um, already. Is he so we get so we get to the venue. Uh, well, hold on. Uh, okay. We get to the venue, <laughs> and uh, it's a it's a theater, mm-hmm. the Algonquin Arts Theater. It's called. Oh, how classy! So you know, on the wall, there's this whole uh, there's this whole list of of these shows with like photos from the shows in the theater, mm-hmm. and it's like. All these classic musicals, like Oliver, the chorus line, Fiddler on the Roof, twenty different Fid- times, Fiddler on the Roof, absolutely, <laughs> and then gentle. Yeah. So it's like you're going down, you're going down, like oh, okay, this is a play, this is a play, and then Shrek the musical. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have some for the kids, Rob. Come on. Oh, absolutely, and and so so here's Modi. This is what the guy. Oh, looks like. interesting. Oh. He looks like he should be on Jewish matchmaking, the show yeah, that we just did on our Patreon. Uh, the legendary Modi, no less. The legendary. So, oh, and then I'm, I'm, we're getting there, and you know, the line is has still not been let in. So you see the entire audience of people, and I'm just like, what? What is this demographic? It's all. Uh, very orthodox people, and yeah. then like some Hasidic people, and and I don't mean this. I'm just I've never oh, gone, boy. I've never gone to a comedy show where where as a secular person I'm in the minority. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. when you go to buy a babka at that place in Williamsburg. Yes, it was, I felt like I was exactly in, in like the Jewish part of town. I felt like it I was, was in Borough Park. It was like the Buffalo toll booth, but Hasidim. Oh no, my God! Yeah, and they definitely were not too polite to cut in front of each other. <laughs> no. Definitely. Oh my goodness! They were taking photos of him with the flash on, like like such <laughs> such behavior. Did the comedy club have a mezuzah that they had a kiss? Oh, I didn't check. <laughs> so uh, the the first comedian, the the opener, the hot opener uh, for the show was. A guy named uh, Ilan Altman. Oh, boy. Uh, can, we, can, we, can we see what he looks like here? Yeah, it looks like Ben Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. That that was his first joke. Like, uh, I know what you're wondering. What the hell is Ben Shapiro out here doing stand-up comedy? <laughs> okay. He looks and like the he... actor David Crumholtz if he was a woman. <laughs> That's okay. what he looks like to me. His whole first bit was about how... Uh, he says his name Elon, even though it's spelled the same way Elon Musk oh, spells his okay. name. Okay, and a whole thing about that. Then he went on a whole rant about how uh, how uncomfortable he is with being short, and he's not okay. that short because he's five short. six. Okay, 
uh, or something like that. And then he made this whole joke about how we should start letting people in south of the border. Uh-oh. Just to get the national average of our height oh my lower, <laughs> so that he, he could be taller. And yeah. I was solid just solid like, joke, solid joke. You know, like I'm, t- I'm telling it better than he delivered I'm, it. I'm because- sort of oh. mad I didn't come up with that joke for myself. <laughs> Sounds like a sin joke. I got to give it to what, Elon. When he made the joke, all of the the Jews in the audience laughed. I want to say a little too hard. <laughs> Well, when he did the Ben Shapiro thing, did he say it like, I hope you don't think that's who I am because he's terrible or don't get too excited because it's not. Well, it was it was rather agnostic, but I want to say it was intended to be like, you know, that would be terrible. You know, like, I'm not don't don't get me confused Uh, because it was it did seem like a liberal audience because when the world famous Modi mentioned (laughs) that he's the legendary Modi mentioned that he was married uh, to a man. There was a giant applause uh, break. And I'm not going to say a hundred percent of the audience was applauding, but he walked out. uh, Nobody walked out. And I want to say like at least 70% of the audience was applauding. Very loudly though. (laughs) Did anybody throw a rotten? (laughs) (laughs) My sister booed loudly because she's just against the Institute of Marriage. That's uh, (laughs) Uh, too heteronormative. Just like us. But uh, no. And then on top of that, he did this whole bit about how his boy, his husband is a millennial. And I, I, I checked, and his husband is, in fact, a millennial because he's 31. I, I, I was, he was lying? What the f- well, I was like, is it millennial or Gen Z? Like, I don't know oh what, what the age, you know? Uh, did you but, check while he was doing the joke, or did you wait till you got home? No, after, after. <laughs> he was going to uh, stand up with an objection? Well, actually, sir. <laughs> actually, if you look at the yearly breakdown, your husband is Gen Z. No, but he had this whole bit about going to Trader Joe's, and now it's like such a crazy thing for him because he's 53 years old. Uh, that guy and, was 53? Is that an old yeah. picture? Holy shit. He looks great. And uh, uh, he goes, so he, he was saying something about the cashier, and and he referred to the cashier as they, and it was definitely a they, and there was like a big uh, laugh bit, and, and I, was, I was starting to feel uncomfortable, like, oh no, is he one of those LGB gays? But yeah. then, thankfully... Thankfully, immediately, he was like, and you know what? As long as they're happy, let them live however they want. And it was, again, an applause break. No, there was an applause. But, uh, okay, again, maybe 60% applause. Okay, and the highlight, yeah, way more than I expected. It was was like at that point that even though, like, the comedy was not for me because I'm – I, I, I don't want to, like, burn it because I feel like he, there is a place for it because he was tearing down the house. But it was very clear that these people have seen maybe two other stand-up comedy shows. Like Your reactions... sense of humor is at the whipped cream on titties level, and theirs is still just at the kissing <laughs> level. That's what they're, they're not up to that yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're not up to that yet. Exactly. Yeah. And it, the, the reactions were so funny, like, like how they were like, they would laugh and then repeat the thing he said. You're like, ah, he said that, that, that. You know, like, yeah. and uh, he had a whole. Yeah. He said trans people should have rights. <laughs> <laughs> he had a whole, I'm not exaggerating, a whole 10 minutes on Ashkenazi Jews. 
do yeah. stuff like this. Oh. <laughs> Sephardic Jews do stuff like this. And the whole crowd was like, yes, it's so true. Did you hear that? He compared <laughs> one group of people to another group of people. I've never heard this. Did he do something about how they dance? Uh, there was something about how they pray, how like, essentially the, the, the bit is Ashkenazi Jews are kind of like bad Jews. Like they just want to get their prayer over with, like, let's just get to the food. Whereas mm -hmm. the Sephardic Jews stretch everything out and take everything's deathly serious. And all the Sephardic Jews were dying at this stuff. Cause, wow. and how, how I know all the Sephardic Jews were dying is because he asked who hears Ashkenazi Jew. And yeah. there was, you know, and then who hears Sephardic Jews and the Sephardic Jews outnumbered uh, the Ashkenazis. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, I'm trying to remember, if there was any other like notable bits, but that the the doing the, the Ashkenazi Sephardic thing, like that's when <laughs> that's what I was in. Uh, so and you I downloaded watched, all his albums now. Yeah, I'm a big fan Specials. now. No. <laughs> Did you hear what he said? He said airline food is totally mashugana. I can't what believe. About, what about the kosher meal? What yeah, about the well, kosher meal? Every, all the, and really, like, a lot of the humor is so cynical, like, uh, breaking news, Jewish humor cynical. But it was, like, very, very cynical humor. Or just, like, old school Yiddish uncle, grandpa delivery type jokes. Like, the joke that he opened with was a rabbi goes to another rabbi and says, Oh, you'll never believe this. My son came to me and said, I want to I wanna convert to, to Christianity. And the second rabbi goes... My son said the same thing to me. He walked up to me today and said, oh, my God, I want to turn Christian. I can't believe it. And, uh, you know, let's pray. Let's pray. And we, we go to God. Oh, God, hello. Uh, both of our sons, they told us uh, they want to be Christian. And God says, you're never going to believe this. <laughs> Big laugh. Big oh laugh God. for that one. <laughs> one of the oldest jokes I've ever heard before. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So, uh, uh, but I guess it was not fun, but I made the best. <laughs> did your sister love it? Like, clearly she's a fan of this guy, right? Or she's a fan, she... but, but at the end of it, she turned to me and goes like, yeah, we didn't have to drive 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know what? Her acknowledging that is all I needed Worth to it. hear. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wasn't mad at and her, we're if she was like, was, if she turned to me and was like, wasn't that amazing? Wasn't that one of the best comedy yeah. sets we've ever seen? That would have made it even worse. <laughs> I think that'd be better if I was you. I'd be no. like, at least, at least if she fucking enjoyed it, all right, she's crazy. But at least, but she dragged you down there for nothing and she didn't even <laughs> like it. I'd be pissed off. No, I loved it. I love it. I'm glad that she she acknowledged it. At least she has the, the, the proper whipped cream taste of comedy. <laughs> that's true. good point uh but again like like i i do think there was a plate like he tore the house down and i feel like you know everybody deserves to have a good laugh and it, and it was a very uh uniting thing and i i feel like he's really good representation uh for especially to that community you know is he from here? Is he from Israel? Where's I believe he's from Israel. Yes. Does he have he the the airport and all that? Does he talk like that? He would do the accent. No, like he doesn't have that kind of voice, but he would absolutely break into that accent, and mm. it was brutal. <laughs> he had a whole bit about wakes, about how like the first 
day of the wake is, you know, oh, thank you, thank you for coming, thank you for, you know, showing showing up. And the the sixth day of the wake, when people are like, how did how did he die? How did he die? He jumped off a cliff. How did he die? <laughs> you know, like the, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Was, so anyway, that was that. It, it you know what? It was very inspiring because it was like, oh, if he could do this. <laughs> You get back into it? Are you planning to stand up? No, I don't think so. I mean, I've thought about it, but I still... I I haven't gotten over the hump of actually writing material, which seems... Too busy at every wrestling show anywhere. Exactly. Plenty of comedy Um, material there. mm. How was the Raven Couture? (laughs) Oh, well, one thing I want to mention about the the show... Thank you. No spoilers, because I'm only two matches into it. I've been very busy this week. Well, I won't mention anything about the actual wrestling. Okay. Uh, The least comfortable seat of any arena I've ever been to, or that I've been to in a very long time. Even those folding, shitty folding chairs? Worse than that? Worse than that, because and I'll tell you why. What arena was this, by the way? This is the Scotiabank Arena. Is that where the Raptors play? I think so. Yes, yes. It's the the main Toronto arena for the Raptors. All the Raptors championships are hanging. It's just one. But uh, okay, they probably have division. There were two Raptors flags. Yeah, oh, probably a division. So or finals? Did they 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 make the finals other than that? No, that was the only time. But maybe they have a separate one just for making it, and then one for winning Mm -hmm. it. So the the issue with the chairs is the space from the 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 horizontal space the legroom space mm-hmm. is the the narrowest I've ever experienced. I'm six five. I had no room. I the everyone sitting around me was like maybe five uh, nine five ten. They were the they whipped cream have- titties of height. You they are. didn't have any room. They nobody had any, any leg room. And worse, the, you know, like I feel in most arenas, the seat in front of you, there's space between the step and the seat in front of you, so you could still kind of stretch your legs out a little behind the person's seat in front of you. None of this here. There was no stretching, and it absolutely ruined my uh, enjoyment of the show because I was squirming so much because my fucking nuts were fucking being pushed <laughs> into my fucking body rolled, rolled them up yeah because it was just i had to fucking do a tuck and you <laughs> couldn't fucking... stand well believe me one? as much as i could i stood up whenever there was a moment where people were yeah. standing i'm standing up whether i was into it or not just to get the few seconds of stretching it was brutal uh and so i don't think i will ever attend another wrestling event at the Scotiabank Arena. Unless maybe, I guess, floor seats might be better, but yeah, those... Yeah, I think. These were the 100s, too. These were This wasn't even Damn. nosebleeds. Very disappointing. Uh, and I am not one to, to like really complain about this, but this was an extraordinary discomfort. Not getting my money anymore, Scotiabank. Fuck the Arena. Scotiabank. Fuck the Scotiabank. <laughs> Fuck the American Airlines. Fuck the YYZ. Did they comp you for that for that rental car? No, not at all. That was all uh, out of pocket. Because of, because of it, it was a weather cancellation. They're not on the hook at all. In nah, terms scumbag. Of scumbag. Movie. Whatever. So, yeah. And, and this is thousands of people. And it wasn't just our airport. In Buffalo, it, it was a whole, I think also with United Airlines, they had a whole fucking 
malfunction too that they're still kind of recovering from. So this companies it's a make a mess. fucking mint. They make a mint. They could fucking comp people for it's, a car. It is a mess, and really, it's a it's such a disgrace, and really shows what a disaster our national, federal, uh, and international transportation systems are. Because like an Amtrak from Toronto to New York would be 12 hours. It would be three hours longer than driving. That's absurd. Or four hours longer than driving. I think the Amtrak should be like, the, the there should be a high-speed rail that's like three hours from Toronto to New York. No reason we can't have that. No reason. I agree. It's a 45-minute plane ride or a 12-hour train ride. Fuck out of here. But it's nice and scenic. You take your time. You get the cabin. You get a little sandwich. <laughs> It really I would have done it. Hours? Uh, 12 hours? To 12 hours. I, believe me, I looked up all my options. There's got to be to like a home. shit ton of stops probably, right? I'm Is sure. Why? Yeah, they usually take little 15-minute breaks. Yeah. But even still, you're it's on a rail. Go faster. Not that far away. Tip over. What? All right, let's Who get to some links. What the fucking railroad industry, how, how it is yeah. now. Uh, yeah, so, we, you know, it's been two weeks, so we have this backlog of important uh articles and, and links to get to Crucial. in a matter of speaking yeah like uh for example there's this video of vince neil miming lyrics oh, oh no well that's probably better than him singing it isn't it yeah who wants to I, hear him sing it's a good point it's going in the right direction so this was at hellfest which is in france Wait, what? He's, was Hellfest what? always in France, or is this a different? There was a this is a different one. There was a okay. Jersey Hellfest, like a hardcore yeah. festival, but this is the metal festival in France. Okay, because uh, I believe it's right outside of Hell, France. There's a Hell, France. No, there is, but I think with one L. Wow. Uh, okay, so here's here's the. Who saw the dirt? Oh, <laughs> we did. Yeah, see that? All right, baby. This is the dirt. He's so squeaky. Sounds like a cartoon character. Like, hey, school. <laughs> really? That sounds Oh, he can't even he can't even pantomime it accurately. Unbelievable. Very low effort. Yeah, it sounds great, uh, Darren, because it's all studio tracks. I know, I was making a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I mean, I guess Tommy's playing. Yeah, he can't really fake drumming as much. Yeah. Is there a lady with no pants on just hanging out? Yeah, she's just, she's, they have a go-go dancer. She's a hologram. None she of this has is a real. thong on. He just would put the mic to her butt. Have her butt <laughs> mime the lyrics instead. 
probably sound better than him singing. Yeah. She ripped one. <laughs> and then Vince has to drop off the tour because he got pink eye from the microphone. <laughs> it is crazy that like these tickets are like four hundred dollars. Like, what wow. are you paying for? Were they the headliner? Like, who else was in this on this fest? Let's see. You're paying to listen to Motley Crue on a stereo. Well, Hellfest is like a four-day festival, so. Oh, there's Machine Gun sure. Kelly. They're booing him. Ah! So Did he just come to this festival for this one song, or was he? Also I think he performed. performed. He had okay. his own. Nice so they were they were the headliners of Friday. Uh, here we'll we'll look at the lineup in a moment. I All guess right. that's nice at least because like everybody with actual taste could just go home. Yeah, yeah. there's nobody on after them. So on Thursday, Alter Bridge. That... Oh no, the stripper Rock's hit it. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like the weekend was when the good bands played. Basically, yeah. well, Skid Row is listed below Alter Bridge. Really? That's fucking sad. Well, Skid Row without, uh, oh, what's his name? Sebastian Bach, of course. Yeah, then some 41 and Papa Roach. Well, the, this is now the second stage headliner. Oh. Like, this is the secondary stage. So you see there's this line. Oh. I'm not the graphic design nerd that you are, Rob. Like, oh, that, Rancid And then there's this? the hardcore Black stage. Flag? That line is, yeah, is the, every that line is the whipped cream and titties line. <laughs> <laughs> You're above it. You every every band plays Hellfest, basically. Every band oh that's God. on tour in this in this uh, European festival circuit comes through France for this one show, essentially. I had no idea. Yeah, this is every year. You could have seen the Melvins and Slipknot and Pantera on the same day. As and well Tenacious as Tenacious D. And Tenacious D. As they lay dying, you could see the same day as Rancid and Papa Roach and Machine Gun Kelly. What an honor. You're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, it really does look like it's like every band that has a guitar. Yeah. It's basically on this. It's fucking wild. Yeah, it's, it's overwhelming, though, because you basically, I think you kind of have to camp. And if you don't camp, it takes like an hour and a half to get to the nearest hotel. You have to take and then you get there and Modi's performing. Train. Yeah, Modi's performing to all these to see them. He was the MC of Hellfest, wasn't he? Modi did. Uh, there was one joke that I think I was like, all right, you know what? This is, this is objectively a good joke. Oh, boy. He starts to go on about anti-Semitism. And he goes, uh, anti-Semitism is when you hate Jews too much. <laughs> I get it. I thought that was a good one. I can relate to that. Got a good <laughs> pop. Me. Give me the dirt. <laughs> Is that a Give new song? Give me the dirt. I think it, it was I, made for the movie. Oh, God. I mean, it's, yeah, it's featuring Machine Gun Kelly, right? So Look at the traffic. Really oh, is uh, opened down. up, by the way, in Buffalo. So oh, you just had to wait an hour, and then, boom, you could still. Look at this guy just blazing on through the line. <laughs> That's like a handicapped like or something. What is that? What's that? Blue <laughs> handicapped. <laughs> this is like the that's the express line. Like if you have like the global entry. Oh, HOV. For cars H-O-V with one line. flat tire. 
mm. handicapped vehicles. No, I mean, like sometimes they let people with uh, those plaques through different mm-hmm. places. Or do you have one of like those? Nero or something. I have a TSA pre-check. I don't have the global entry, but that's not what you I don't really. Uh, I meant the handicap side. No. I do not. I'm sorry. We get the medical marijuana, right? So, like, I do. Shouldn't that you should also qualify You're for right. a handicap part? I'm, I'm a disability. I should get a disability pass. <laughs> I think they're a little more stringent about the car thing. Yeah. Fucking Obama. <laughs> Fucking Eric Adams. Did you see he got into like an argument with a Holocaust survivor the other day at some like <laughs> town hall meeting? Did you see this? No, I did not. Did you see oh, this? Was. Was, this brought, I... was this brought up at the Modi show? <laughs> Modi would be furious. <laughs> I guess there was it was for the rent control and the rent increases. He was doing some sort of town mm. hall or whatever. Yes. And mm. some lady who's like a big tenants right activist. And is also, I guess, a Holocaust survivor was like giving him a hard time. Yeah. And he compared her to like um like a plantation owner or something and how ah! she's treating him. <laughs> Dueling grievances. Yeah. It's pretty great. Great mayor we've got going on. Just great times. What a dipshit. It's wild. I feel like people complain about him less than they complained about de Blasio. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh no. Nah. He's way worse. <laughs> It's because he's a cop. It's like the people yeah. who complain about the De Blasio were like right wing. Well, you know. everybody seemed to have some right. with De Blasio, Let, but yeah. Well, I think it was I think it was the right wing that were complaining, but then the left wing were like, "Yeah, no, they're right. This, this is shitty." <laughs> right. This so there's awful. a big yeah. portion of the people who, out of both, who hated him, who like this guy because he's a cop. Yeah. Guys, De Blasio, but, uh, I, you know. I, I think I mentioned I I just saw him last week. By the way, just just drinking a coffee outside outside of a cafe. You know, I always just have such an urge to want to like like heckle him somehow, but I just never know what to say. You're probably like the only one who doesn't heckle him. He's Uh, no, everyone just kind of ignores him. No one, no one acknowledges him. I don't think. Did he stop you and go? I have a black daughter. (laughs) 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 I just want you to know that. He's usually with his wife. Although last time I saw him, he was without his wife. His wife. His wife. <laughs> his wife finally left him. Oh, did she really? <clears throat> I don't know. It's gonna happen eventually. You gotta think. Yeah. Like, who wants to be with Bill De Blasio now? It's she's horrible. Gonna, she's gonna run off with Eric Adams. Just <laughs> likes the allure of the mayor's office. He is single, right? So it could happen. I don't. I don't know. I think I did so. Not know that. Mm. Let's talk about this uh, Davis Singh quote. Uh, Darren, oh. if you want to pull it up. She sure. actually said something nice. Oh, really? Nice Metallica. I, don't, I don't believe that. Uh, the headline is, Dave Mustaine, I've always kind of poked fun at Kirk Hammett, and unfairly so. So. Yes. Loading. Lodi. No, no, that's Modi. Is he related to Modi? <laughs> <clears throat> In an interview with Guitar World, Mustaine was asked if he felt all the hate around Hammett's solos on 72 seasons were warranted. I, I didn't even know there was hate. Yeah. yeah. Are they bad? I don't really even remember. We kind of glossed over all those songs. Uh, I feel like we skipped them before we got to the solo. Mustaine said he hasn't gotten around to listening to 72 seasons, 
but praised Hammett as a guitarist overall and even admitted that he might have been a little too hard on the guy over the years. It depends on which solos you're talking about. <laughs> Jokes aside, I've always kind of poked fun at Kirk. And unfairly so, as he never did anything to me. Whenever I felt sure. singled out, picked on, or antagonized by James or Lars, <laughs> it was really easy to pick on Kirk. But the truth is, Kirk did me an honor by trying to play my solos on those early songs. Trying to play my solos. He tried. Early it was songs a good effort. The way he did. Well, I think that some people would have just started over again. So I thought it was honorable that Kirk took my solos and did his best to play this is them. the biggest backhanded compliment I've ever, yeah. heard, I've ever heard. That couldn't have been easy. But as far as his new solos on the new Metallica album, I haven't heard them, so I can't comment. <laughs> but I will say that I think it's sad how quickly some people can turn on people. What does he mean by that? Scroll down. There was a time when Kirk won every guitar contest in the world, and I don't think he's gotten any better or worse as a player. He's always been really good. Kirk was a or good worse. player. Or, yeah. <laughs> and he's been steady the entire time he's been in Metallica. But does that mean Kirk Hammett is Dave Mustaine? No! Oh my God. <laughs> and is Dave Mustaine Kirk Hammett? Also, no. Wow, profound shit right so and then it only took two weeks for him to once again poke fun at Kirk Hammett oh no because then uh -oh. two weeks later he goes I was a huge uh, component of Metallica's success I'm here and then I'm gone and people that went to go see them after I was no longer in the band and didn't know that there was a lineup change said that there was something very 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 wrong <laughs> with the band that they heard on the tape versus the band that they were watching and that's when people started to look for me the rest <laughs> is history now yeah. I think that the band did great. Oh, do you? They're just the largest <laughs> band in the fucking world worth hundred okay. quadrillion dollars. All these years they've been waiting for this little piece of validation from <laughs> Dave. He finally gave it to them. All four of them are huddled over a, like an iPad reading this. <laughs> Guys, so he finally said it. <laughs> I think they were fine. In fact, I believe Kirk did, oh, th this is funny in this article. They go, I believe Kirk, brackets, Hammett, Mustaine's replacement in Metallica, <laughs> close brackets. It's very clever shade right there. Did a good job playing my parts. Coming into a band and having to play somebody else's stuff isn't always fun. How would you know? What did he come into a band and have to play anyone's stuff? But I think he was a gentleman and did a good job. I... There's another quote. There's a bunch of other quotes in there. Are we reading all of these, or you want to? No, that was the main one. Just I was if there's any other gold in there. What a douche! He never just, disappoints. He just can never, ever, ever take the high road. Ever. Yeah. He tried. I feel like this was him taking the high road, and still doesn't work. He tries for like thirty seconds, and then he veers right back onto the low road. It's like a rubber band. He just snaps back. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's not. He's he's like the, like the um. What's it called? Uh, the taking the high road is like the whipped cream on titties for him. He just, <laughs> he's not up to that. Yet. Not up to that yet. Didn't another Megadeth drummer die this week or something? Yeah, I don't Did know who the, who this guy was though. What are they, like Spinal Tap? No. The drum has exploded. How were his parent? How were his parents' meatballs? That's the real question. Lee Rauch. Terrible. He played on the demo. Awful. He never then, had to play anybody's stuff. He never had to do that. <laughs> he used to say that people would come to the shows later on and say that the drumming I hear at the shows is not the same as the drumming I hear on the demo. Well, nobody ever heard Lee Rauch's uh, drumming, so. <laughs> Rauch in peace. That's what oh, RIP oh, stands for this week. Oh, Ar- oh, Rauch in peace. Heartbreaking. Poor Lee Rauch, who I never heard of until eight minutes ago. Uh, by the way, like I'm not one to like uh, roll my eyes uh, too easily, but I ran into this dog walker who uh, walked a, walked a dog that Bobka was uh, a fan of, and that's why she like recognized me. And she was walking right. a new dog, and the new dog who was a puppy, that dog's name was Fauci. Oh, I did a double no. take, no. Fauci. Can you imagine in like 12 years that being your dog's like that is such a that's already a dated reference. Yeah, that's such a sign of a diseased mind. I feel (laughs) 100 percent. It's so awful. It's so wild that the sign of a diseased mind is to name your dog after a doctor of all things. But it is. It really is. It's like it's like, yeah. Do you think the dog's gotten the vaccine? Oh God! I think that dog has about fifteen boosters in it right now. It's just got needles sticking out of every like limb of its body. Still, what kind of dog was it? Was it cute, Rob? It was cute. It was like a poodle mix. Sounds about right. Well, <laughs> R.I.P. <a> Fauci. <laughs> Soon enough, I'm sure. <laughs> How old is that guy? He's in his eighties, right? Oh, uh, I don't know about eighties. Maybe. I would have said early 70s. Just guessing, though. He is 82. Oh, you're good. I lost that game. Wow. You don't look it. Yeah, maybe there's something to these fucking vaccines. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows what he's doing. I wanted to watch this video with you guys from Men's Health. Oh, no. oh, I thought Hulk it was going to be the show. I was the Buffalo uh, toll booth again. <laughs> Hulk Hogan shows off his gin well, you know fridge, brother. Just because I eat non-dairy ice cream all day, you just can't have mashed potato muscles and be a cream puff, brother. You got to get your ass down what? to the gym and do some hanging and banging. Big arms, big paycheck. Where are the big arms? Hulk Hogan just call me a cream puff. Yes, <laughs> with cream on titties, Rob. Is that your kink, Rob? Hey, have you uh, always been waiting for that? Probably a bill collector. Oh boy, that's his girlfriend. What's up, guys? Whoa! It's probably it probably is a bill collector. <laughs> We're here to see your gym and fridge. We'll get in line. Come on in. <laughs> get in line. We're here to, We're here to talk about you. your 1987 tax return. <laughs> get in line. <laughs> oh, gotta see the chandelier. 
another chandelier. It's definitely a house in Florida. Would you want to eat anything that Hulk Hogan put in his body at this point? It would be great if he just opened the fridge and it was just Tupperwares filled with chicken parm. No, his diet is totally different. Back in the hardcore wrestling days, people talked about the money and the miles. Is his diet different or did he just stock his fridge with healthy shit for this fucking video? eggs in the morning, two hamburger patties, oatmeal, and everything would have butter because mm. at the time my engine was burning so fast I was wrestling like 400 times a year. Driving 400 times a year he was wrestling. Asleep, okay. four hours well, pe- wrestling with your demons counts, Rob. Come on, give him a break. Time, oh, that's fair. There was no John Cena or Rock or anybody else. So all I did was eat protein back then. Wow. Was it hard to maintain wow. that type of diet? That's Rob's um, no, uh, grinder profile. All I do is eat protein, baby. Yeah, baby. I, um, I feed the protein. Honey. I wasn't aware I wasn't educated as far as quality. He's not food. up to that yet. <laughs> I was just hungry all the time. What did you eat before and after a match? The pre-match meal was probably three Miller Lights. He ate Dusty <laughs> Rhodes' muffler. <laughs> it's interesting that he's saying Miller Lights because I feel like I would hear shoot Miller interviews Lights. with guys that say that his so favorite beer was Coors Light. Well, that doesn't uh, sound healthy. Maybe he's got a product placement. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't drink alcohol at all. Don't take Tylenols. He's sober now. Anything except drink really good water, Mountain Valley water in glass bottles. In glass bottles. Oh, about six months ago, completely. Wow, congrats, man. Why'd you do that? Just got tired of it. Um, Wow, six voiceover is like it sounds like it's a like AI voice. Is is that an actual person talking to? I'm not crazy. Maybe he's got a stupid voice and he just dubbed it in. Quite possible, but this voice is just as stupid. I have to. It's true. Aggressive once again with the alcohol, and I just decided Wow, to six months sober, and he still looks like shit. It's, it's very, <laughs> very disheartening. About 15 years ago, my body kind of shut down on me, and I had several knee surgeries. Several he really needs to just put on a fucking suit. And, and like, he's 70. Like, you just so stop trying to dress like a T-shirt with himself on it. On I went in for one back surgery. Of course. <laughs> it's turned into 10 back surgeries. Both knees needed to be replaced. This is what happens when the Iron Sheik breaks your back and makes you humble. It worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lifetime of humbleness. He ain't never lied. And it ended up being like 25, 26 surgeries. But Hogan outlived him, though. Over a 10 yeah, or 12 well. year period. So Sad. it changed the game. Sad. I want to see Hogan go to Sheik's grave and just drop a leg drop on it. <laughs> One last so leg drop. Getting older and, older and then Hulk Sheik's actually weight. alive and he rolls out of the way. Fucking come and clutch, motherfucker. Sheik's boner rises up out of the dirt. Like Carrie. Actually, the last time I weighed 265, I was in ninth grade. It's a big 10-inch cock rising up the fucking dirt. And all the other extra stuff you actually feel alive because a little bit of pain makes you know you're alive. Spoken like a true champ. What wrestler, living or dead, would you most like to share a meal with? I'd share a meal with any wrestler Bobo Brazil, say it. Spend time with one guy who'd be... That's a bad impression of Macho Man. Seriously. I would love to sit down with him and that's like how everyone in my third grade class fixed. used to imitate Macho. In, in the end of our relationship before he passed away, but I still would love to spend time with he him. He wrote a diss track about you. with Andre the Giant? Oh, please. Andre the Giant was my traveling companion for the last mm, you know, that 15 means. years. <laughs> and we ate all the time together, but the 10 or 12 years hey, before that, all the time. <laughs> so what meals do you have every day? Well, breakfast is a quick hit. So it's a cup of yogurt, a banana. 
coffee, of course, organic coffee. Chicken pine with yogurt. Yeah, we have lunch. I mean, we've got chicken, we've got steak, got raw tuna, sashimi. So there's nothing bad in here at all. What does dinner look like? Dinner usually consists of either steak or chicken or or tuna. He needs to close that fridge. It's been open for like 10 minutes at this point. Everything's going to get ruined in there. Throw throw that fucking sushi right out. (laughs) Come on, Hulk. That might be his drawers, but I think it's the sushi. Does oat milk curdle? Healthy. Yes. No, it doesn't. Actually, I left it out once and it smelled fine. You know, making my body numb. We've heard that you fear no man, no beast, or evil. No, oh, don't show him beating up the Iron Sheet. Wow. That's the disrespectful. One food that I cannot stand is sea urchin. When I go to a Japanese restaurant, I can eat showing everything how smart he is. sea yeah. urchin. The first time I ate it in Japan, it tasted like baby poop. Why do you know what baby know poop what baby tastes, baby like? Exactly. tastes like? Exactly. But I've, oh. I know what it smells it like. Smells like it. Yeah, sure, right. And it tastes like Nice that. coverage. How about cheat day? Yes, I do have a cheat day every once in a while. I had a cheat night last night at Hogan's Hangout, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and dipped them in Thousand Got to promote a stupid restaurant. I up this morning from the pump. Do you mind telling us what you do at Hogan's He Hangout? ate the no, strippers okay. box okay. at the, the, the Hulk Hogan <laughs> bikini <laughs> contest. He smeared her undercarriage with Thousand Island dressing and just licked it all up. I ate some of the crabs that fell into my eyelashes, brother. all the old school wrestlers. And out of total respect for that no-good rattlesnake, Stone Cold Steve Austin, if you want one free shot from Hogan's Hangout, give me a hell yeah. It makes the karaoke much livelier. Do you take any supplements? Do I take any supplements? No. I take no supplements at all. Hormone injections, though. Testosterone. The only thing I have here is eight pounds of steroids. Yeah. (laughs) But no supplements. I take supplements. How about CBD? Well, when Rick and Mike came at me, they when they come at oh you, oh my God, that picture I used of Rick Flair, yeah. full tilt boogie, no Oof. no filters. So when I did my he looked research, like Charlotte it was Flair. Such a smart move compared to I love the idea of a Hulk Hogan doing his research on weed. Live. Yeah, yeah. Like, does he okay. just watch Cheech and Chong? Yes, his son. Research? Speed and then his son was like, "Yeah, it's fine. How much do we get?" That. Okay, you know. Not my first rodeo. I've been around the block a few times, mm. tried a few <laughs> different things, and this is something that's healthy and it works for me. Enough of the Gaga, okay? You guys, what? cut to the chase. You're cutting a Straight promo on Lady Gaga. Good stuff, brother. <laughs> this just feels like a really <laughs> bad POV porn. <laughs> get to the fucking already. What is yeah. this? Yeah, like where they okay. interview the girl on the couch. Vanilla sandwiches, <laughs> like forty minutes. Milk. Mocha chocolate fudge. Horny stepdad has niece. Crusted, over the house or something. Frozen dessert. You guys know what that is. What is Ooh. it? Bad to the bone. Huh? We've got plant-based ice cream. Vegan ice creams. <sighs> These things are bad to the bone too. Yeah, that's just bad. Yeah, like just don't eat ice cream then. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. You just, agree. Well, you know something. Brother. Have like an apple. Just because I eat non-dairy ice cream. You just can't have mashed potato muscles and be a cream puff, brother. You gotta get your ass down. They really love that quote. They threw it in twice. Banging and banging. Dumbbell curls, good-looking girls like Skydale. Can I ask a question? Uh, who thought that anyone gave a shit like what's in Hulk Hogan's refrigerator? Like, why am I watching? I mean, Rob clearly was interested. But, like, where is this? Oh, it's Men's Health. I was going to ask, like, who actually put this years old in August. Oh, my And my fitness goal is when I walk down the beach with my girl Sky and my shirt's off. Oh, no. I look better than the 30- or 35-year-old guy that's 
walking down the beach yeah, like the uh, top of the walk. I yeah, if the guy's sure Douglas right Levison. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all these other guys around here. This is my beach, brother. This is North Beach. Hogan territory, man. Sacred ground, brother. I never beat anybody up out there on the beach. But I could. What? Just teasing. Oh, what my God. I'm just teasing. I'm very weak well, Starting on Monday, I'll do chest and back. <laughs> I can't beat anyone up. Tuesday, I'll I've do been shoulders, sued too many times. I can't cardio. do it. See leather casing Wednesday, moving back at like a slick of knockwurst. Thursday, I'll do legs, of course. And then I his arms are just off. like a big knockwurst. <laughs> What's your favorite machine? Look, here it is again. Yeah, this is oh, gross. And usually the guys, the wrestlers, or my friends would go out and puke out of one of those doors. And one time the big show didn't want me to catch him puking, so I heard him in my bathroom puking. So I put five dollars and I put a sticker up there to see the incredible puking giant. What? But this is the this is the machine. Wow, he fascinating Hulk anecdote. Hulk Hogan has the worst. So anyway, this story. is a, this is a Strive piece of equipment to train around injuries. Workouts have different intensities, and different lengths, and different. There's different strategies to get the muscles to grow. Do you think he's Before got that tummy jiggler size, machine that Vince Neil used? Hundred percent. He's got like the 100%. pro model. He's probably got, going to cut a commercial for it, too. He's the one who invented it. Jim's been scaled down quite a bit since he invented abs, actually. In the 80s and 90s before it used to be. Oh, that's 1994 versus Dungeon of Doom, Hulk Hogan. Training smart and training hard. When he stopped bleaching his eyebrows. And as you get older, when you get to be about 69, Big, ugly-ass brown eyebrows with his white, yellow beard. Also a religion. Has wrestling taken a toll on your body? Wrestling has taken its toll. Umaga fought Hulk Hogan? When was that? I, I think it was like a non-WWE thing. It was uh, like when Obama got fired. Why oh. just hired him years. to do a house show and in like New Zealand or something. Bad guy, oh, wow. I mean, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. It was like random. on another lightning mm -hmm. bolt. I had no idea that we were going to reinvent the wrestling business. So I got hooked. I got sucked in and I just rode that thing till it dropped. So wrestling's been really tough on my body. He got sucked on and then rode it till it dropped. Did you hear that? Yeah. And then he felt like a fat pig. This stuff was fake. Wow. What's the worst injury you've received? Um, Being in this video. The worst injury I had <laughs> yeah, in the ring to his dignity. was at WrestleMania <laughs> 3. Everybody says Hulk Hogan slammed the 500-pound giant. Well, Andre was having some back issues, and he would either go between 500 and about 650. Yeah, I heard him. definitely 650 here. I heard him tell this story that so he almost didn't here. get him up. As you can see, I never had my biceps fixed. I tore both of my Oh, blame Andre for your disgusting body. This part sure. of my back is solid, but this part is all torn away. Poor Andre can't defend this. That was the worst injury to tear both biceps of my back. I never injure you. You're just <laughs> old <laughs> piece oh, of oh, shit. God. I couldn't go get You're just fixed. old leathery leather thing. You are worse, <laughs> double double chapter. I am the best chapter. You smell like the vegan plant ice cream. That's the best piece of your stink like baby shit. babies, you know, which I agree. Arnold says something really, really important that I picked up on one time. He said, "Yeah, your your breath does smell like the baby shit. Smells terrible." Pick some lighter weights up. You'll get motivated, and before you know it, you'll be in your And I want to eat some, like, real protein. What is this shit in your fucking refrigerator? That's the main piece of advice I got, and it was from Arnold. 
and his wisdom was to be consistent in and do to not brush your fucking teeth. Yeah. Keep your mind and you got to, and if you're uh, gonna dye your mustache, well, you gotta dye your eyebrows. You look so stupid. <laughs> you look crazy. stupid. You look quizzical. That's you look like an idiot. <laughs> what are you doing? But, um, dye everything or dye great. nothing. You know, for everything. I'm so grateful for this beautiful life. I'm just so grateful, you know, for my friends and my family, my kids being healthy. I'm grateful for they don't look finding a companion no, no. that loves the Lord like I do. Oh, no. I'm grateful I'm Jesse so Ventura grateful didn't stab me with a fucking you know? uh, uh, so ice pick because I ratted him out to Vince McMahon about the union. You know, the windshield instead of worrying about what's in the rearview mirror now. And, yeah, um, it's easy for him not to worry about what's in the rearview mirror when he's still rich. He got away with all his bullshit. And he could just make up what's in the rearview mirror anyway. None of it's real. Things happen for a reason, and my God takes people out of your life for a reason. So for me, to stay yeah, so they won't kill you. And I stay in the moment. And that seems to work well. You've had an intense journey to recovery. It can mess with you, especially you know when when God made His Son crash that vehicle and leave His friend as a paraplegic for a reason. Yeah. Yes. For a couple God years. made Hulk Hogan say racial slurs into a uh, a recording at a jail. Extra surgeries, which he wanted him to go through an ordeal. But so, I bet now his son signals um, when he's turning. Yeah, it's been. It's that's been probably true. Point. That's a good point. Um, a check and balance. He might have had God did that to save another important person that yeah. Nick would have crashed into. Oh. Sacrificed the first person. Uh, I guess that's the reason. It was a test of faith. So that person's gonna right, probably well, cure uh, leukemia or something. <laughs> seven a.m. It all makes sense. Seven a.m. Squat or deadlift. Squat. Favorite song on the workout playlist. Living on the edge. CrossFit, yay or nay? No. Dumbbells or kettlebells? Why is he petting this rock? That he looks thinks like it's an alive or something. Um, He's like seventy-seven years old. He probably thinks it's alive. <laughs> it's sixty-nine. Great outdoors. Cardio okay. or weights? Weights. It's a hard Legs sixty-nine. Or big arms. <laughs> big paychecks. Biggest compliment: jacked, ripped, cut, or swole. Still alive. Jacked. If you could wrestle any historic figure, who would it be? It would this be lizard. Bill Clinton. If you could what? work out what? with anyone in the world, dead or alive, <laughs> who would it be? Muhammad Ali. Okay, guys, enough's enough. You know, I come to Hogan's Beach, brother. If I would have had free time, I if you've got tits, dude, come to my bikini contest, brother. You, guys. you know, if you don't leave, brother, I'm gonna stick the dragon, the dragon power on you. So what you gonna do when? I... I'm so fascinated that he wants to wrestle Bill Clinton. I want to know why. Like, is it a political thing, or because he was just another famous guy from the 90s? Like, what's... We used to hang and bang down in Santa Monica Pier, dude. Me and Bill just going up and down and looking at all the fine women. He Bill once bumped him off an Epstein flight. Oh. He's never forgiven him. That's what it is. <laughs> is Hoke on the logs? I mean, <laughs> come on. Come on. Uh, probably. I you just got to look for Terry Bollea, though. If you look for Hulk Hogan, you won't find hmm. it. He used a, a fake name, though. Barry Talea. <laughs> got away with it. Very clever. I mean, God he saved gets away, him. gets away with everything. <laughs> the Kaiser says Do we want to see one final Hogan's Hangout promo? <laughs> sure. Okay. It's been so long. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's Monday Maniacs, and it's going to be crazy at Hogan's Hangout because this I got is his son, Nick. Guests. 
coming in after the Father's Day weekend showdown all weekend. Why are these uh -oh. always just filmed? Uh -oh. Who's in, in the back? Oh, no. We got your attack. favorite MMA fighter. Ben Tickle ben fight, ben dude. Coming in. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Let's go. Whoa. Hold on a minute. Sneak attack here. Father's whoa. Day sneak attack. It's my old leathery smelly conscience. If it's safe yet. I mean, I got the derby on. I got the 5X on, Jack. I've been hiding all day. The last wow, time we like had Hogan's Hangout here. Karaoke, when we flexed our muscles, the building stressed out and cracked the whole plaza, shut everything down. Alabama. I mean, there are so many people calling to come tonight. Eight o'clock Hogan's Hangout, Monday Night Karaoke. That's why you're hawking I'm so hard. To death. We're gonna crack the fault line right oh. under Hogan's Hangout and separate the I whole thing. I think it already cracked in your face. Would be crazy Any other normal person would be cringed at this their father. Only Nick Hogan fights this cool. Everybody can call me. You tell them what's going on with this thing. I'm out. I'm high. Alright, it's under control now. 8 o'clock. Hogan's Hangout. Monday Night Karaoke. Be there. Let's do this. We're gonna hurt you real bad. I think it's very funny that like all the young like the um i feel like uh, curtis axel and uh, ted dibiase jr and nick hogan all have the same thing going on like they look like what their fathers would have looked like if they didn't do 30 years of steroids <laughs> right i'm at do, yeah. do you see what i'm saying yeah for sure he looks like hulk hogan's face but just round and soft and tired yes just very very tired Love the John 316. Show. I think we saw this one. Yeah. Bless his heart. What a what a twat. Rob, man. if you ever go to Florida again, you gotta you gotta make a stop at Hogan's. If I'm Hangout. gonna be near anywhere near Clearwater, you better believe I'm going to Hogan's Hangout. Well, what else is there to do? Do, do some karaoke. Meth. I'm gonna do karaoke of the Macho Man song "Be a Man, Hulk," and I'm gonna <laughs> sing it oh my to Hulk Hogan. Yes. Rob, why don't you register for the bikini contest? <laughs> Get the Borat sling. <laughs> I would. I would. But first, you wear your Golden Gods outfit, and then you, you, you get on stage. <laughs> and you go, down. I have to have a reveal. Yes. Or, oh, no, since it's wrestling, you wear your New Japan onesie or whatever that is. That white thing. And then you get, then you have the slinger underneath. First of all, it's a tracksuit, Darren. Track Show some respect. <laughs> Sorry. I Show some respect. Back. I respect it, the track suits. <laughs> Not like that fucking B. Brian Blair. <laughs> no good low life. The track suit is from the Minnesota. That's <laughs> where the best track suits come from. It's that's a known I've thing. That. I've heard that. <sighs> All right, let's go through our playlist. Okay. Sure. Every week, we each pick a song, throw it on a playlist. We call it the R.I.P. Livecast Music Break. And whew, I'm getting a, little gassy. getting a little gassy. You just took that protein shot. You got to pace yourself. Uh, my song this week is Nihilist from The Red Chord. Listening to a bit of the Red Chord lately, Bless Their Souls. Classic, timeless music. Always works. And I'm a bit of a nihilist sometimes. I try not to be as much in, in recent times, but sometimes it's hard not to be, especially with our Supreme Court. Am I right, fellas? Mm. Anyway, that's that's my pick. Are you going to name Ooh. your next dog Fauci now? Oh, no. 
Don't do it, Rob. No, I thought about naming, uh, like, if I got a new dog, I would call it maybe Lucha, maybe Luna, maybe Lupa. No, I don't, that, that, the last one is not true. But Luna or Lucha, maybe. Benoit. No Benoit. Oh, no. no. <laughs> baby Daniel. Baby Daniel. <laughs> baby maybe. Daniel. Daniel is a good name for a dog, I think. Come here, Daniel. No, baby it's Daniel. Be- yeah. Baby Daniel, seven-year-old baby. Come here. I had, Chihuahua. I had a cat named Chuck once. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I saw someone else's cat that I named as a child. Like, I was probably eight or nine. And my friend, my mother's friend was asking, like, what's a good name for a cat? Because she just got a cat. And I just blurted out Chuck. And they said, that's such a great name. And then for one reason or another, I think she got married and couldn't take the cat. So we took Chuck. We had Chuck for a few You hours. named it, so it's your responsibility now. Yep. That's how that works. So what uh, song did so you pick, Rob? Nihilist by the Red Court. What did and you why did you pick that? I already I already said why. Who did you pick? Uh well I uh I feel like last year when season one of The Bear came out, I picked a song from the soundtrack because the soundtrack to season one of The Bear, the show on Hulu about the uh, Bear restaurant was fantastic. And season two came out a couple weeks ago. And I loved it 10 times more than I loved the first season. And I loved the first season a lot. And the soundtrack, once again, was fantastic. So I picked a song off of that. I picked a song by the band Squeeze, a song called Goodbye Girl. Squeeze is a very good 80s British new wavy poppy band. And uh, it's a great scene on the show. And it's a great song. So that's what I picked. Dorinsky? Uh, well, I picked a song by R.E.M., but I should preface this. Uh, by saying that I've always been sort of like a basic bitch uh, REM fan. Like I like kind of always just tiptoed around like the hits of of the band and maybe like a few deeper cuts, but I was just always kind of a noob when it came to REM, but I liked them. So just recently it started to try to deep dive deeper into some REM. So I've been doing that uh, lately. Of course, uh, the song I chose is from one of their later, albums though anyway but i really like this song those are great too it's called monster their album and this is the song star 69 which if you don't know if you're too young i don't Mm. know star Star 69 still a thing i don't know maybe not because there it it was basically the end of pranking people Mm -hmm. because you could dial star 69 and your phone would magically tell you uh, who called you would it tell Uh, you or would it just call back that number uh star 69 star 69 it would give you a recording of the number. Oh wow! Okay. And like a woman's voice would just read the number mm-hmm. to you. And uh, but there was you could block it. With right, that came too. later. Oh yeah. no, no, wrong. Star oh. six seven. Oh, star six was seven. the blocker, oh, and star eight two was when you had auto block on your phone, and star eight two would unblock. unblock? Ah, yes. So, anyway, so so, so this REM song came out shortly after Star Sixty Nine uh, was introduced to the public. Was this like ninety six? Maybe it's ninety eight. I can double check. Uh, but yeah, oh no, ninety four. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. And I almost uh, picked an REM song from this same album. Uh, actually, because it's prominently featured on the new season of The Bear, but I've already previously huh. picked REM for the playlist, so I tried to pick a different band instead. Anyway, I'm but loving the, song the Strange REM. Currencies. Oh, is okay. prominently featured. So it's like in pivotal to a scene or a... multiple. 
There's a few songs that they use either throughout this season. There's the, the refused song, uh, New Noise, was prominently used in both seasons in multiple scenes. And Strange Currencies is used a few times in the new season. It's great. I'm still trying to finish Black Mirror and then go to the bear. But I, but it's I, I might abandon that and just do the bear first because it's so I can't watch more than one Black Mirror at a time. It's like, yeah, it's you tough. need a break in between yeah. them. Like. But I will say the new season was very good. I liked it. I liked I watched two so far and I love the second one. I loved immensely. Which was the second one? It was the me? one about the, the the couple making the documentary. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. That was yeah. really good. Yeah, that was one of the best Black Mirror mm-hmm. episodes ever, I think. And it got back to being bleak. Like that first episode <laughs> was like, you know, I enjoyed it, but it was too comical. I felt like it it, it needs that bleak tone to it. They don't I like all... that they mix it up though. Yeah, I like that they I like that they mix it up, but I think it should have some bleakness, and then you can vary the sliders on the on the bleakness. But they shouldn't be lighthearted. I feel like that's overdoing it. But it was still, yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't exactly what you expect from Black Mirror. But yeah, the rest of the episodes are definitely darker. One of the remaining ones that you haven't seen yet was a little bit weaker than the rest, I thought. But still not bad. And then the rest of them are all very good. All right. Yeah. Looking forward to it. A lot of good TV out right now. I'm going to watch one tonight, and then I think I'm going to watch the first episode of The Bear. Nice. Have you seen season one and you're just doing season two now? Yes. Yeah. Very excited for you to see it is legit. And I've said it in the discord. I basically have been talking about nothing else for the last two weeks, but it might be my favorite season of any show I've ever seen this new season. I loved it so fucking much. It was so good. Great news. Yeah. Excited. Tremendous. And if you once you're done with the bear, hit up our Patreon. Yeah. Patreon.com slash RPLivecast. Five bucks a month gets you access to two bonus episodes a month. And uh we just posted a great new bonus episode today. Yeah. That's right. You get this free episode and you get another bonus episode. We did a listen along to the album St. Anger by Metallica. You might have heard of it. We refer to it as Stanger. It's the twenty year anniversary. I feel so old. Uh, we went back and we listened to the whole thing to make sure it still sucked. Spoiler! Yeah, confirmed. Confirmed. <laughs> but we had, we did have some nice things to say about it. All I do want to say also, I think, without giving anything away, but just as a preview, I think I uh, might have... I, I came at it as the most positive or mm-hmm. the least negative, let's say. And not that I think this is a good album because I don't. I left it. I left it thinking like, oh, there was actually things I liked about it, which I, I did not expect to to assume. That is what I was going into it. And still, Sid, I don't think changed at all. There were some parts that weren't as bad as others, but overall, yeah, it's it's not their strongest work. You're not wrong. Yeah, we're very much grading on a curve. <laughs> yeah, uh, we might do more of those. If you, yeah. if uh, any listeners have any albums, any famously bad albums they want us to listen through just to confirm that they are still famously bad, suggest them. We're all ears. That's right. And uh, there's like two years worth of bonus episodes. There's like 100 episodes in there. You could watch alongs, listen alongs, roundtables. We just do like dirty links that we can't get to on the show or that are too explicit for the show lots of stuff yeah and uh if you want to throw us a few extra bucks show your support 
10 bucks a month you're a top live cast fan you get a shout out at the end of the show oh which is right now how should we do it maybe you're hulk hogan and all of these uh fans are things in your fridge how about you be you be hulk hogan saying something and i'll be andre the giant saying you're full of shit (laughs) well you know something eric dude i injured my right shoulder when i tried to lift you up that's not true you were jerking off too much (laughs) in this man's office listen up benjamin jack you and I, we're going to have a deadlift contest with Dan, our brother. And Sam I am is going to do the count, dude. And the I'm going to hurt. Th- the only thing you lift is chicken parmesan sandwich <laughs> on your ugly mouth. <laughs> and I'm going to put Mindy Mayer Skipper on the line, brother. Live at the Shisura Susan's Garden, dude. And when I'm done with you, everybody in the arena is going to say, Hugo likes tacos, brother. You're not going to do any of that because you're agoraphobic and don't leave the house. <laughs> and you just stand in front of your stupid big on fridge every day. Lando Dix, what you going to do, brother, when I drink the LaCroix with Corey and Scotty H? Say my prayers, eat my vitamins, and beat up Doug Pigman <laughs> on you. You're going to do nothing. You're going to stand behind your stupid fat son. And just stand there and hide behind him because you're a big stupid loser. <laughs> Douglas, who are you, Nevison? Hey, guys, it's Josh. The 24-inch pythons are going to wrap around you and feel the power of the warrior. Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> you're so senile, you don't even know what wrestler you are anymore. <laughs> That's the show, folks. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next week, uh, probably at our regularly scheduled time. Sure. Uh, check out our, our social media, probably our Instagram or Facebook instead of our Twitter, because who knows what's going on over there right now. We love you. We kiss you. We'll see you next week. Bye. I wonder about.